on air and iHeart Radio. She's on the Money Radio Show. With Victoria Devine. Starts now. Hello and welcome to the She's on the Money radio show podcast, the radio show podcast for millennials who want financial freedom. Hello, I'm excited. Yeah. This week we've ditched Mitch Churry, million dollar Mitch is out and billion dollar Byron is in. Byron Cook, welcome to the pod. Thank you. Also one of the DJs here, part of the KISS Network, uh, and I believe I have about as, as much of a, a financial qualification as Mitch does, which is bugger Basically all. Basically nothing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. not a very high bar at all, mate. No. So, uh, I reckon the bar uh, was low, you slid. <laughs> Straight in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, we had some really interesting stuff on the show this week because we usually are a little bit safe. But um, what do you mean safe? I'm I never safe. Well, I mean, we had we had a well, I don't want to say a sex worker because we that's did. Not, well, that's exactly what okay. she is. All right, if you want to go there, that's fine. So we had uh, Renee Gracie, who is one of Australia's leading OnlyFans models, making how much money? Oh, I'm not going to tell you yeah. yet. You'll have to listen for that. But I definitely ask her. You do, and that's what I found extraordinary because you know I thought we might just tiptoe around it all. Mm. And old mate over here, she just goes straight in. How much money are you making? <laughs> all right, not enough. That's who I am. Get out this of here. is she's on the money. I ask people what they make each and every single week, and we shouldn't be shamed about it. In fact, it can be inspiring, it can be enlightening, it can actually make a lot of sense, right? Because you see people on social media and you're like, wow, they've got a nice house and they've just done a pool. I wonder what they're they're earning. It actually is really constructive to know that different areas pay different amounts and this is what this person is making and how it works. But also the thing that I found really interesting with Renee was like, she's like, I know that this is not forever. So she's trying to make hay while the sun is shining, which yeah. a lot of women in the sex work industry are doing as well. So you best believe... They're really good at investing. They're yes. really good with their money. And 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 not that anyone would stop now. They're going to listen to the whole podcast. But make sure you keep listening because she actually answers the question and I can't believe what the answer was. Oh, like, my gosh. What? Wild. What? Yeah. Byron actually resigned from his role here at Kiss <laughs> and now he's on the roll. Yeah, he's, I just came back on, to do this intro. But, but I, I, in the middle of this show, will walk out when I find out how much she makes. Fantastic. Yeah. Wow, that is... Uh, I can't believe the foresight that you have in the future telling right here. Marty <laughs> McFly over what here. But no, I feel though... Okay, would you talk about this in here because we all um, we wanted to keep it about money but for me personally and I don't know about you Byron is that if a partner goes and does OnlyFans is that a deal breaker for you because it definitely is for me mate for me to talk about relationships I have even less authority on relationships than I do on money we don't even want to start with that I it's reckon... all about communication and consent my friend what yeah. is acceptable in one relationship might be wildly unacceptable in another and to be honest it's up to you Exactly. And you know what is acceptable? Saving money because we actually had some really great saving. Well, you now save. accept saving money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how good. He accepts us saving money, oh, Byron. That's a no, good no. piece of news. Because I've been doing it for a while. Am I going to be in trouble? Yeah, you are because not only are you going to tell somebody how they can upsize their house uh, where they're living in a little box with six, was it six kids? I think it was four. Four kids. Oh, six of still a lot of kids. Six Very small house, lots of, of kids. Them. Yeah, lots in of kids. In a tiny home, mm, she said. Which might have had to do with the only. No, I'm not even going to You are going to end um, up in the bin this week if you're going to come for sex workers. Mate, I'm not coming for sex workers. People are free to do whatever they want. I'm just saying it's not my thing. Let's get into the show. No, you were going to save us how nah, much money? I was I'm going to save s- you a heap of money. I'm <laughs> going to save you 50% on your groceries and I'm also going to tell you exactly how much money you can save by using the First Time Super Saver Scheme. I've I wouldn't already, go anywhere if no. I were you. Even if you did want to go somewhere, that's your prerogative. Your business is your business. But I hope you don't because it's a great show and she's on the Money Radio Show starts right now. 
Yeah, for your Saturday morning, she's on the Money Radio Show with Australia's number one finance podcaster and also bookseller right now, Victoria Devine. Number one in our hearts. And five in the country. Oh, yes, five yeah. in the country. And number one in her category. Yeah. Well, and that's... Byron Cook, but also billion dollar Byron, as we've now decided to call him. Yeah, he's sitting in here filling in for Mitch Churi. Uh, and right now, guys, we are talking about side hustles, how you can make some serious coins. So it's been a pretty hot topic in our community recently, and that is OnlyFans. And I think it's become a pretty hot topic because I've had a few of my clients on the show recently. And as you guys know, financial advisor who gives legit financial advice and a lot of these women are making bank and want somebody who just gets money to actually help them along because they get content I'm telling you they get content so for those of you who haven't heard OnlyFans is basically an online platform and app it was established in 2016 with the intention of people being able to share photos and videos for a subscription so people subscribe but then once you're subscribed you can also request custom made content and a lot of people are now using it to create adult content and and for that, they are making absolute banks. So this week, we are joined by Renee Gracie, who, ex-supercar fan, Trav, you're going to love her. Yeah. But also, absolute star on OnlyFans. Renee, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. No, of course. We want to talk about it because we know it's very lucrative, but I also feel like it's very not known at the same time. It's also shrouded with judgment, which it absolutely shouldn't be. So we want to know, how did you begin this side hustle? <laughs> I had no idea it was going to turn out to what it turned out to. Um, I had just moved back from Melbourne. I had left motorsport. I had nothing else to do. My sister and I were looking at starting a business together. Let's just do something for ourselves, not work nine to five for other people. I had no money, spent all my money trying to open this up. And I thought, God, I would just love like another thousand bucks a week or a little bit of extra money until our business actually starts making money. And I had a few girlfriends who were like, you should really get on OnlyFans. I had a few fans that were messaging me and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And yeah, started my page a couple of days later and it's been history ever since, basically. Um, Renee, would you agree that having a profile, you're a V8 supercar driver and that brings with it some profile. We've seen other OnlyFans success stories who may have been on a reality TV show. Just that gives you sort of that position. Do you think that gave you an edge? Yes, definitely. I was very fortunate. Um, when I started, I knew that my race fans were quite loyal. So I knew that they would support me no matter what I did. They followed me even though I wasn't racing. So I felt confident in doing that. And I knew that that fan base was going to be there. Knowing that I had that support system in the beginning is probably what made me do it. And I definitely think if you're known and have a good following base, it really does make it easy to get those subscribers. Then growing from there and having people come on your page and those fans going to their friends, hey, have you seen this person? Have you seen this girl? you should subscribe her. That's how you then grow from there. But definitely having a base of fans who follow you and support you is sort of lucrative for OnlyFans. So you were saying that obviously it wasn't planned and it's actually grown into something uh, that you never thought it could do. So what is the plan, Renee? Like, Where do you want to go from this? What kind of money are you thinking of making and how are you going to, I suppose, grow your career but also your life around that? Honestly, I still every day, in November it'll be three years I've been on OnlyFans and I still get shocked that I'm still in this position. Ever since I've started it, it was it's almost been too good to be true. So I've been setting myself up from day dot when the money started rolling in 
to know that this will eventually fall off and it's not going to be forever. But I think because I have that mindset and that mentality, I think it set me up to be comfortable knowing that it will end one day, but it just hasn't, which is great. So I have all these exit plans and then I just keep going and my page keeps growing and I travel overseas and now I have an overseas audience. So I feel like for me, I've really, in the last year or two years, the the content is my passion. I love doing the content. I love making videos. I love taking photos of myself. I love taking photos with other girls, collaborating, traveling around the world to create content. And I feel like that's a passion of mine that I've sort of stumbled into across this OnlyFans journey. And I don't think that's ever going to stop. I think it's something that I want to do for as long as, as far as I can see. I want to travel around the world, take amazing photos, take amazing videos in you know beautiful locations and sell them online. I want to do that forever, basically. I adore that. I feel like you sound so passionate. And as someone who has been watching you, I hope in not a weird way, <laughs> watching you yeah. from the sidelines, I'm one of your TikTok followers. I feel like you're one of the more sure, authentic mate. girls in the industry. Hey, we got to take a quick break here. Renee Gracie from OnlyFans, if you don't mind sticking around for a little bit and Victoria, I know there's a question you want to ask her. You haven't asked her yet. Come on, mate. I want you to do it straight after this. Oh, oh. this is a money radio show. Mm. I'm going to be asking her how much she makes. And low key, off the record, I reckon it's going to be in the six-figure amount. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, like you're going to retire from radio, my friend. You're going to become actual billion-dollar Byron. So we're actually going to ask that after this. Right. Yeah, we're actually going to ask her how oh, much wow. money do you make. Oh, wow. Otherwise, why are you coming on my show? <laughs> Stick around. We are going to do that next. You might hang up. Hopefully she doesn't. Stay Hopefully right there. Hopefully she sticks around. Victoria, if people have just tuned in, tell them what we've been up to. We've been chatting to Renee. She is an absolute hustler on the platform OnlyFans. If you haven't heard of it before, it's an online platform and app that was established in 2016 where people can pay for content, photos, videos, live streams for a monthly membership and they can also request custom content. Renee has been making bank on this, but I want to go back to it. You said something before, which I think a lot of people think about this type of content and that's that it's not going to last forever. And I talk to all my clients doing this. I'm like, what's the game plan? Are we starting another business? Are we investing? Are we creating wealth in the future? I know you have a beautiful home that you are currently investing in, but are you investing in any other way? Property is my side hustle. That's where I put my money into and invest. I've done other businesses, but I just dealing with customers and stuff like that, quite honestly, it's not my thing. I'm just too much of a hothead. I don't have patience. I like being in control more. So I've discovered sort of me being in control of my own content and and how I make my money now is exactly how it needs to be. Um, So for me, it's the property side of things is like my ultimate goal. I've got investment properties at the moment. Um, The plan to potentially develop and build properties, that's sort of how I see my future going. I've done a little dabble in the building side of things with this home that I'm in at the moment and invested in building a pool area and increasing the value of my property. And it's a weird addiction for me because I love like building DIY, being creative. I think that's a part of like the content side where I'm so passionate about it. So I'll see a bathroom and be like, that's a really nice bathroom. I'm going to take a photo of this because I want to make this bathroom in a house that I buy in the future or something like that. So I love for it. me, that's my goal. Yeah. I feel like you are so switched on. And I think that this is such a misconception about the industry that you work in, that everyone might be a little bit airy fairy. Whereas I find mm. that my clients and the girls that I know that do own fans, they know what they're doing, they are making bank and putting future them in the best possible position and I'm honestly I'm always so shocked and proud of them because I'm like, get it. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, the stigma that comes with the sex industry obviously but a lot of girls I've found, I've done coaching and stuff as well for girls on OnlyFans and most of them are in the sex industry whether they're, you know, sex workers, maybe they just work at a bar, at a strip club, whatever it is, 
But they're studying, seeing people. The money is great. Most of these girls are trying to better themselves. Most of them want to be nurses or, you know, buy a house or do something for their kids. And most of them understand that what they're doing is giving them enough money to get to where they want to be. So they're all quite intelligent and smart in how they're using the money that they have because they also know that they're not going to be a stripper forever. They're not going to be in the sex industry forever because there will become a time where they're 40, 50, 60 years old and they don't want to be in it anymore. Um, And a lot of them have that in the front of mind when they're working, which actually forces them to be quite intelligent, smart and strategic with what they do with their money and how they set themselves up. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's the oldest industry in the entire world and at the end of the day, sex work is real work, it is real money and it is not an easy thing to do. So I applaud you for being so passionate about it. Thank you. (laughs) And Renee, uh, if you ever want to buy yourself an F1 team, uh, I would make an amazing uh, team principal. So just keep that in mind. You can drive, okay? Shameless. That's a bit out of my budget at the moment. At the moment. At the moment, I like the optimism. Um, Renee, pervy question, but this is, at the end of the day, a money radio show. I want to know, how much money are you making? I'm clearing safely over $100,000 a month. Holy moly. Wow. <laughs> and um, I'd just like to announce I've retired from KISS and I'm getting into OnlyFans, guys. Yeah. So see you guys. I'm see out. you. Have a good time. All the best. Good, good luck, job, mate. million dollar Byron. I've seen what he's got to offer and it's not worth 100 grand a month. I'll give you oh, a hot Oh, well. <laughs> Renee maybe can coach him a little bit. Hey, thank you so much, Renee, uh, for jumping on the line with us this morning right here at She's on the Money Radio Show. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having me. And look, if OnlyFans isn't an option for for you, but you still got yourself a money dilemma. You need a little bit of a helping hand. You can hit us up anytime. Just search She's on the Money on socials. Uh, this week, we've got Claire, who wants to know this, Byron. Oh, it's her house is bursting at the seams, Victoria. I mean, this is extraordinary for not her. Not a it's problem a, you can resonate with, is it? Well, no, it's not. As no. a bachelor who lives alone, thanks for reminding <laughs> me. Billion no, dollar mansion. A tiny home for Claire with her husband and four very young kids. Now, there's a, there's a situation she finds herself in. She desperately needs your help. We'll get to that next right here on She's on the Money Radio Show. This is She's on the Money Radio Show. We've yeah. got a money dilemma, don't we, Trav? Let's do this. Not their slogan. Money, money, money. Yeah, each week we bring somebody's financial story on air to get Victoria's advice on what they should do. Now, Byron, Clara sent us a DM, which you can do at any time. Just search She's on the Money on socials. Yeah, she says, Hi, V. I live in a tiny home with my husband and four very young children. The kids share a bedroom. We have one bathroom, Victoria. No playroom, no space. I feel like we're bursting at the seams and claustrophobic. The thing is, we'll have this house's mortgage paid off in six years' time. We'll still be young and we can look at investment opportunities then. Now, if we were to renovate or buy a larger family home, which clearly they want to, they need the space, uh, we would then have a mortgage of one to 1.1 million. I'm not sure I can stick out the six years. I don't want the kids to be too old to enjoy our dream home. Do we bite the bullet and live our dream now and put ourselves in more debt or do we just suck it up and say, all right, we're sacrificing our sanity and happiness or is there another way? It's an interesting one. There's a thousand percent another way and the other way is to either talk to a financial advisor or a mortgage broker. I just feel like this is worthy of a bigger conversation because if you're going to pay off your mortgage in six years time, that might be your number one priority and your absolute value. But if you talk to a mortgage broker about the equity that's currently in your property, you might be able to leverage it up so that you can buy another property. You might go into more debt, but you could maybe rent out the one that you have and end up in the 
long term in a better, more secure financial position. But it's all about the strategy and planning. You don't want to sit down and just go, oh my gosh, the debt is the biggest problem. Because we know there's good debt and then there's bad debt. Good debt is the type of debt that creates wealth for us. It means that once it's paid off, we're in a better financial position because of it. And bad debt is consumer debt, like credit cards or things that actually put us in a less profitable and less good position where at the end of the day, once a debt's paid off, we're left with nothing. So what type of debt is this and what type of goals do you have for wealth creation in the future and how do we actually make it all fit together so that you live the life that you deserve now but also put yourself in the best financial position in the future? Great, because the kids, and and she sounds like an incredible mum and very committed, you would hope that you could try and live in a situation that wasn't like this because you don't want the kids to look back on their childhood as, yeah, I shared a room with my two brothers and life was tough. Like if there's a way to change this, you'd want to try and find it, wouldn't you? I think it's about just putting yourself in the best possible position. I mean, there's a lot of privilege in already owning your own property. That is definitely a dream that doesn't come true for every single Australian. But it's all about, well, what options do we have out there? Another option, if you don't want to go into one to $1.1 million worth of debt, is rent vesting an option for you? That's where we buy a property, rent it out in a position or in a location that maybe you don't want to live at the moment, go and rent a property, but the income that you gain from renting out your property pays your rent in another location while you still smash down your mortgage and you end up in a very good position long term. So it's just what do you want to do when it comes to the bigger picture and sometimes you need some professional help to get you there. And I also think that people have that the wrong way around. They think they need to buy a place and live in that place where no, you can go and buy that investment property, live the life that you want to, and then before you know it, you could actually buy the place that you've been renting or a place that's in the same area you've been renting. And I'd argue, let's be honest, little financial advisor hat on here. If you're saying that you can service another mortgage of one to $1.1 million, you're probably in a pretty okay financial position and advice would be a really good idea because let's make the most of that instead of guessing and hoping and making sure it works. Financial advice, honestly, I know it can be quite cost prohibitive for a lot of people, but it puts you in such a better position. You could put your clients in a position where they literally have millions of dollars worth of money because of you and your fees are like, what, three to $6,000? Or if you see a mortgage broker, they don't even charge you. Money win. Money win. She's done it again, Byron. She has. This I is mean, why she's done. subtle plug for Zella Money, my financial <laughs> oh, advice and subtle, mortgage broking company. Subtle, you reckon? Yeah, I'm as subtle as a bull in a china shop. <laughs> All right. If you've got a question on how Zella Money can work for you, know how we can help you right here at She's on the Money. All you got to do, just search us on socials anywhere. Um, we'll get another question next so week. So She's on the Money, literally on any platform, or Zella Journey, whichever one's up to you. All right, mate. It's time for you to do some work. Super Saver Saturday coming up next. We want to know what super saving tips you've got in your little back pocket, Divine. It is my favourite time of the week, which obviously at this point in time, fuel just got really expensive. I'm over it. I'm over it. We need to save more money together. Super Saver Saturday. Yeah, every single week, Victoria, you give us a little bit of sneaky tips on how we can keep more money in our bank accounts. Oh, I pretend to. Mm. So far, so good, though. And this week, I've got one for you about groceries. But before we get there, I'm going to talk about the first home Super Saver scheme, which is an absolute mouthful if you say it that quickly. You did well. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I've been saying it for a really long time. But recently in my community, people have been asking about it, so I thought that we'd put it in as a tip because you can actually be in a much better financial position because of it. So when it comes to purchasing your first home, 
everybody in Australia that has a superannuation fund has access to this scheme. And basically what it means is that you can make voluntary contributions, which sounds a bit lame, but basically voluntary is where you volunteer to make additional contributions to your superannuation and this helps you save for your first home. So I've said it on my podcast before, but I believe that superannuation or the system of superannuation is the closest thing that you can come to in Australia as a tax haven. So basically what this means is you can contribute up to $15,000 each and every single financial year to this scheme. You basically just dump it into your superannuation up to a total of $50,000 money win. And that means that the tax rate inside super is used instead of your marginal tax rate. Right. So let's say, Trav, you have a tax rate of 32.5% each and every single year, which most Australians do. Mm-hmm. Before super, if you put $15,000 into your bank account at 32.5% tax, it means that you would have, after tax, $10,125. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Mm. Before tax, if you decide to put it into your first home super saver scheme, 15 grand at a 15% superannuation rate becomes $12,750. Free money! More than $2,700 just by using this scheme. And if we extrapolate that out, means that if you go up to the cap of $50,000, so over a few years you've been saving for your first home, you are $13,750 better off by using this system. Free money. Free money! Can you ask your payrolls, can they make those contributions for you? You literally just say to them, can you put extra in, please? Yes, absolutely. You can ask payroll or you can wait until you've got money in your savings and you're comfortable to pop it into super. So it can have already come to your bank account. You can already have been paid it because you can actually just choose to transfer it. You can just be paid. It's so easy. Straight to your super fund. It means that you will get the tax back at tax time because you've obviously already paid it, but it all comes out in the wash and in the wash you end up in a far better financial position. So that is my first... First hot tip. Oh, wow, okay. You have a big shoe to fill right there, Byron Cook. What, <laughs> what you got? is your well, second tip? I mate? know broadly. Byron's like, I got a sandwich 50% off because I bought it at 3 p.m. <laughs> okay, <day."> okay. <laughs> Remember who the guest is here, please. No, I know we're in the sort of the realm of supermarkets, okay? Super and I know funds to supermarkets. There's we like it. this popular half price app with up to date specials for your favourite Aussie supermarkets. So you're this literally getting stuff cool for half price. App. Yeah, legit. Oh, yeah, half price app. I use this one. So basically, it shows you every supermarket, Woolies, Coles, you name it, and everything that that's 50% off in store that week. Absolutely. Exactly. And I, I, I mean, let's be very transparent about this. Mm. I'm literally just reading this off a sheet that Victoria <laughs> gave me. Yeah, you're welcome. But if I knew where to find that app right now, which I'd imagine oh, would be... App Store, yeah. Great. And so you literally easy. just type in you half type price... In half price app to your app store. Wow. Download that app. And the cool thing is, gone are the days of you going to your mailbox, getting all the catalogues, going through it, seeing what's on special. All of the supermarkets are on one app, so you just scroll through, work out where everything is the cheapest, Mate. and then go shopping. I used to be a pamphlet deliverer. I used to get 10 bucks per week delivering those pamphlets. Hey, that's a really good deal for the person who wanted yeah. the pamphlets. <laughs> <laughs> now, that is a great app, and I would just say um, this is an additional supermarket tip, so mm. put this in as 2A. Okay. It's like an addendum. Mm-hmm. Use avocado for everything. Seriously, avocados are still so cheap. I've been making so much guac, you wouldn't believe it, guys. That's a good tip. No, genuinely, they are so cheap. They're about $1.70, depending where you are in Australia, and they're ripe, and they're delicious, and there is still an oversupply of avocado. Google avocado recipes and cash in. Billion guac. dollar Byron brought to you by Avocados oh, Australia. I was going to say, mate, guac the hell are you talking about? Oh, that was Oh, he thinks he's so funny. Hey, Do you was... know what? He would have spent all of that time that you were talking thinking up that. No, nah, i got a better one. We'll be the judge was, of that. I was going to walk into the station today, but I avocado. 
Avocado. Good. Great. No, on that though, we gotta get out of here, but Victoria, you're gonna be at the Tivoli tonight in Brisbane. You can still get I tickets. Am. Come online. say hi. Mm. I wait around, honestly. I will be there until the last person leaves. Good problem Maybe. to have when you're number one in your category, number five in Australia. Yeah, good from us. All right, up next, you've got million dollar Mitch back. Don't worry, he'll yeah. be back next week. The we life- don't have to put up with billion dollar Byron for too oh, long. Jeez. The- <laughs> Slide into my DMs. After everything I've given you, I've given you the avocado. Tip and that what do I get back? tip was elite. All right. Thank you. The Life Uncut Show, Laura Byrne, Britt Hockley. That is coming up next. We'll see you next week, guys.